world, where the average scary movie gets a 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. Where Netflix and chill means you turn on a movie and ignore it. We bring to you streaming and screaming. We your hosts Lisa and Kara will go through and review all scary movies so you can make the ultimate decision of whether or not it's worth the watch. They'll stream so you can scream. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, with your favorite daytime television. <laughs> this, is, this is a television show. <laughs> um, we're back with Streaming and Screaming. I'm your host, Lisa, with my co-host, Kara. Kara. Or we stream and you scream, baby. So we are back with our second and final installment of the Human Centipede franchise series. Bullshit, nonsense, great. Gripping. Movie centipede. Now we're back with the thorax and the abdomen. Is that what those are called? What are the parts of a centipede? I fucking do they have parts? What do you mean? Do they have parts? I mean, (laughs) centipede parts. I mean, who cares, really? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I wrote centipede part, and the first thing that came was human centipede. Oh, well, that's nice. Okay, doesn't yeah, it doesn't really matter. They love legs. That's, that's the only bug I could <laughs> That's going to be the sound that you hear at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> that's the only bug I could never kill. I can't kill no. any bugs, but those are the ones I run away from. Those are the only ones. I don't give a fuck about any other bugs. Centipedes, they move fast. Yeah. Oh, and at my parents' house, they did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never seen a centipede in this apartment, but. Uh, well, now that you said that you're going to get six tonight. Shut up, <laughs> I'm a mouth breather too. You're a mouth breather. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's a mouth breather, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. She's a mouth breather. I have a deviated septum. <laughs> <laughs> but at my parents' house, they like blend to the carpet, and it's really hard to see them. Shut the fuck up. I don't, I'm never coming over your parents' house ever in my whole entire life. Fuck your mom's macaroni and cheese. I'll wait for it another day. <laughs> so we're back. So. This one's going to be just a tiny bit different. We might do this for a few other trilogy series. Um, just to kind of run them down, some of them don't have many points to talk about or they overlap. So for Human Centipede full sequence and final sequence, which are two and three, or B and C, or <laughs> two and three Musketeer. Dose and Trace. Dose and Trace. We're just going to do them together. So we're going to run down Human Centipede full sequence, which is number two first. Go over all the points, go over all the nitty-gritty, all the great stuff, all the horrible stuff, what we feel, what we think. Then we're going to pop right back in Pop it. right back in it to the booty meat. Oh. Booty meat, booty meat, ba 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 booty meat. One centipede, two centipede, three centipede legs. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're going to, so stay tuned if you like this human centipede nonsense series. Um, and by that, some series, I mean just the Human Centipede series that we have going on here. Because we are going to do both run through the one. Stay tuned. Number three. So the final sequence is up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Final sequence will be coming right after. So let's get right into it, Kara. Human Centipede full sequence. Take it away. What's the, what are the deets? At a glance. Director. Chom Six. Again. Same. Same Z's. Actors. Same Z's again. Well, Lawrence R. Harvey. This is his first. He's back. I mean, maybe he's in. Oh my gosh. 
He Lawrence Tor Harvey. <laughs> he oh, exists. Wait, this is his first movie. Yeah. <laughs> he exists. <laughs> he person. And I forgot that he was in the first one. He's yeah. here to stay, you'll find out. And Ashlyn Yenny, who was in the first one. So there's a lot of overlap here. Yeah, you're going to see that with, with full sequence and final yes. sequence. Um, so it was released 9 22 2011 I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or in year 201. <laughs> I need to like, read these before I fucking... And that was at Fantastic Fest. <laughs> the world-renowned Fantastic Fest. Um, Ooh, and then it's see me on wide your phone. Re- That's cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> its <laughs> wide release was 10-7-2011. So the runtime, 91 minutes, which the first one's 92. Very close. One minute is different. <laughs> yeah, again, countries, Netherlands. Language, English. Only English. Yeah, this one was only in English. Box office, 142,000. So we're going down. Not good. Look at the next one. We're on a landslide. I peaked it. Yeah. That can't be right. It's right. Yikes. Unless every website is wrong. I mean, we could ask Tom then, Six. We should try to get. He's probably not that hard to get hold of. Right? We're going to talk. We're going to get Tom Six on the show. We're going to do an update. Oh, yeah. I'm going to reach out to the him. The only thing we need to know is how much money did you make. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, what did you pocket from HC123? Yeah. So, genre, obviously horror, and it was not rated. I'm not sure. Did this have a theatrical release? I'm not sure that it I did. I don't think so. I think it got banned so, from a lot, lot of places. A lot of that shit gets not rated. Yeah. So, brief plot overview for Human Centipede Full Sequence. The film stars Lawrence R. Harvey as a intellectually disabled English man who watches and becomes obsessed with the first Human Centipede film and decides to make his own centipede consisting of 12 people, including Ashlyn Yenny, an actress from the first film. Now, let's back up a bit. I'm going to just cut this in. I'm not going to back up. But spoilers. These these movies are really hard to talk about without giving all the spoilers. Yeah. So forewarning, if for whatever reason you want this whole movie to be a surprise, the whole series to be a surprise, don't Google it. Don't look at it because you're going to get spoilers all over the place. So this entire segment here from on, um, here on, you're going to see some spoilers. Or hear some spoilers. You're not going to see shit, but you're going to hear spoilers. So, yeah. We'll get into the coolness so fun facts fun facts facts for fun he tom six said <laughs> that the plot would follow on from the first film but with a centipede made from 12 people as opposed to the three victims of the first film. so it really seems like he was trying to up the ante yeah, he was like three fuck Let's it make it fucking 12 <laughs> yeah fuck and three. the tagline would be 100 medically inaccurate in contrast to 100 medically accurate from the first yeah. He was inspired to make the movie a meta film, which is basically a film within a film showing contents are not real in the prior film. Um, after reporters keep asking him if he worried about people committing copycat crimes inspired by the first film, I thought that was interesting because I think about that a lot with horror films, like Seven, which we're definitely going to cover. I just think about all these all the time. I'm like, aren't we kind of giving these the people that are unstable in this world kind of am. I mean, obviously the normal, the quote-unquote, you know, functioning human brain without these deviant insides that are willing to act on them would not ever think like, oh, I'm going to sew someone's mouth to someone else's ass and make them poop. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the plot of everything. That should have been the plot. Um, Well, it is the plot. That is the plot, yeah. But um, I, I do often think about that, and I think that's just me as a true crime fan as well, kind of meshing the two worlds together. Because in my crazy mind, I'm like, this would be a good idea if I was a psychopath. 
<laughs> this is an awesome idea. Right, this is so cool. Um, but what do you think about that? Do you think... I don't think this is replicable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this particular one, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean... But, like, in films, do you ever think, like, to yourself, like, maybe this is gonna give someone a bad idea? Some Dexter shit? I guess. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess it's, like, always in the back of your head, like, okay, maybe someone in this world is a little loose to do something like this, but, like, never, like... Really? Yeah, I guess I just really don't put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. But so, as we kind of opened with, the way this movie starts is you see uh, Martin. Martin. That's how we're going to say it. Every time I say it, I'm going to cut that in. <laughs> say it one more time. Martin. Okay, so every time. Martin. Every, literally, I'm going to cut that into every single time I say I Martin. I love it. Anytime it's said in this podcast. So... The film opens with a, um, what would he be called, a garage tech? Like a, a garage parking attendant. Parking guy? Yeah. Someone who works for a parking garage. He's in the little box. Parking garage attendant. Yes. There we are. That's, there we are. That's publicly correct. Parking garage attendant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it starts with him, and you see him watching Human Centipede first sequence. So that tells the viewer, oh. It was just a movie. That never happened. So that's not the feeling you get at the end of the first sequence. Yeah. And you know what? We didn't talk about this in the first one, like in the first, when we did the episode about the first one, but one of the crazy things, I'm pretty sure like the last scene of the first one is that A dies, C dies, and B's just like, Yeah, Fuck! alive in the middle of two dead people. Yeah. I don't know how that came in, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> that, that here we are. Um, yeah, that that's an incredible part of the first movie. It's kind of like, wow, they're fucked. It seems real, I think that's what I was yes. trying to say. Yeah, it yeah. seems like it was over and done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, they brought it back, so they made it as Human Centipede. It was a film within a film. So like we said, it was that meta film. When he was writing the first script, a first sequence, he knew how people would want more, quote, blood and shit, quote, shown in the second film. Because like we talked about in the first the first sequence, there is no gore. There really isn't. It's not no, do, gory. It's just, gr- like, gross in concept. And now, does he mean blood and shit? Or does he mean, like, blood and stuff? No, I think he means, like, poop. Uh, I, I, didn't, I don't want more of that. Right, but I think I, th- but I think that was a criticism that that movie well, got because it's like more shit. Oh, because they're okay. All right, <laughs> okay. Um, but you know what I mean? I think <laughs> I think that was a criticism of the first one because it wasn't gory, and people are going into this thinking this is gonna be like a saw or a hostel, yeah. and it wasn't. It was yeah. very tame. So if you're interested in seeing any of these films and you're really not into the blood, gore, guts kind of thing, go see the first one and maybe skip out on the other two because it gets gross. Yeah. And gory and disgusting. June 2011, the British Board of Film Classification, so the BBFC, refused to classify the human centipede full sequence for a direct-to-video release, effectively meaning that the film could not legally be supplied in any format in the UK, which I thought was interesting, but not shocking because... Yikes. In October 2011, the BBFC granted the film an 18 certificate after 32 compulsory cuts, totaling 2 minutes and 37 seconds were made. Now, these are spoilers, just like everything else that we've said in the last 20 minutes. Um, but warning, these are extra spoilers. These are real spoilers. They gross. Yeah. These are the cuts that were made to make it able to be released in the UK. So that means like some I've seen this shit. Yeah. Because we are in the United States. Yeah, so we're in the U.S. if you haven't figured out my horrible accent. Um, so it is, this is shit that's in the movie still in the U.S. In the U.K., I think you might have to get it somewhere else or stream it or something. I'm not sure. So the cuts included. Martin. 
masturbating with a sandpaper around his penis. Graphic sight of a man's teeth being removed with a hammer. Graphic sight of lips being stapled to naked Mm. buttocks. Mm. Graphic sight of forced defecation into and around, (laughs) I hate that, other victim's (laughs) mouth. Martin with barbed wire wrapped around his penis violently raping a woman. I kind of don't remember any of this, but the one I'm about to read. A newborn baby being killed. A graphic sight of an injury as staples are torn away from individuals' mouths and buttocks. But, yeah, this is, this, as you can tell, this one is not for the faint of heart. Now, interesting enough, the film is completely in black and white. Yeah, it is. Because the gore. So it kind of took a a note from the handbook of Kill Bill um, in that they were able to show more gore, more violence without it being in color because, I guess, when it's in color, it's more graphic. So this movie, you may see a lot of gross shit, and it's it looks like literally. blood. Yeah, yeah, literally. It looks like blood, smells like blood, tastes like blood. <laughs> you can smell it through the screen. Yeah, it's wild. Um, but it's all in black and white, so maybe that is a way to watch it and kind of feel better about it because yeah. it's not as graphic had it been in color, but it's graphic. It'll still get you. So, IFC, the Independent Film Channel, films gave audience members complimentary barf bags at the screening and stationed an ambulance outside the theater as a gimmick. And one audience member became so physically ill during the period that actual paramedics had to assist her. <laughs> Can in you a- imagine the movie yeah, just going like, fucking having fits? In April 2016, so not very long ago, a Tennessee high school teacher was suspended after the film was played during class. Which, I mean... <laughs> Out of all what, films on the planet to why see. Why did you do that? I mean, I, The first one, maybe. I think I'm going to support that suspension. <laughs> yeah, well, I just want to know how that happened. But it was interesting. When that did happen, Lawrence R. Harvey... Um, Wait, just kidding. Yes. Really? <laughs> when the Lawrence R. Harvey... I swear, they, like, said something. <laughs> okay, maybe it's later on. Because I swear they, like, gave the teacher... A free copy? Yeah, something. Like, some, they gave him, like, yeah, a book yeah. or something. I thought I put that in there. But anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not related at all. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have read, read into it without thinking. Okay, so when Laura. (laughs) (laughs) When Lawrence Harvey auditioned Tom (laughs) Six. Tommy boy, Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom asked him to rape a chair, which Lawrence complied, which is how he got the position of Martin. <laughs> I was also asked to do that in my job interview. Kara's <laughs> <laughs> crying. says one word in the entire film probably because his acting skills were shown to be a lot better than his <laughs> speaking skills when he performed the uh, act with the chair. 
So there is no dialogue. What is the word? Do you know? Let's look it up. I don't know. What is the one word? Martin. It says What's in human speech. Oh, but this is what it says. In April 2016, a Tennessee high school teacher was suspended after showing a copy of the movie to their class. Tom Six responded by tweeting, it should be mandatory to watch Demons in a in school classes. It deals with a character that's bullied and what to do. And this awesome teacher gets a specially signed copy of Demons in a Two from me. There we are. That was it. There is no dialogue spoken by any of the characters in the final 38 minutes of the film. The only words we hear are from a voicemail when Martin pauses from making the centipede to listen to his messages. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Let's talk about awards corner. What did they get? Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. Why are we not there? 2012, worst film. I cannot disagree with that. I, yeah, we're going to have to talk about it. We need to... <laughs> what the fuck are the chainsaw? I guess that it's like the Razzies. Yeah. All right. Ratings, baby. Rotten Tomatoes. So, as you remember, the first one got a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, this one got a 30%. So, we're going down the tube slowly and softly. Your ratings are going down, centipedes. <laughs> oh, hammer. So my mouth oh, to your anus and call me your mother. Right? <laughs> <laughs> number one single. <laughs> I think that was a creepy laugh. Okay, so Metacritic gave it a 17 out of 100. Um, Bloody Disgusting somehow gave... Well, I guess Bloody Disgusting would make sense. 7 out of 10, so the 70% is the highest they got. Entertainment Weekly writer Owen Gleiberman gave the film a B-plus rating. So it's is kind of... Is he still employed? <laughs> yeah. Is, um... It seems like this one kind of has a yeah exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it is it's that's like what a, I was gonna say. it looks 50 50 70 yeah. percent B and then failing yeah but I don't yeah I guess I mean bloody disgusting that would make sense because it is bloody yeah, disgusting yeah, yeah all right let's get into the fun shit ten minute test did we want to turn it off <laughs> I don't like that ten minute test did we want to turn it off after ten minutes I said. If you were like me and expected to get more gore out of HC1, yeah, it's worth to keep watching. If you were already grossed out by Human Centipede first sequence, do not watch this sequence. Yeah. Um, this will gross you out, disgust you. We're going to say that a thousand times because this one is one of the ones that really pushes the limits, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not kind of, actually. It did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do think it will pass a 10-minute test if you like gore if you don't like gore i think this will be turned off really quickly if not ever started yeah like i said in the last episode um when we did human centipede one i actually genuinely liked the first movie uh so i wouldn't have shut the second off just for that reason that i wanted to see the sequel if i knew not like if i was just going into like flipping through netflix i was like oh human centipede two yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean sharknado 17 If I was, you know, if I was just going in blind, I probably would have shut it off, but not as a sequel. Yeah, I agree. Um, so real, so fake. Well, I guess so. Like the the turnaround of that, like the summary of all of that was, if you're a fan of the first one, I think the intrigue would keep you interested. Yes, in yeah. Looking at all of them. Um, fun fact: you can watch them like Kara said, as one giant centipede. Um, AKA, you can watch the full what's what's eighty two times three. Let's just round up. 246, but 
two. It's like 300 minutes. <laughs> centipede action. Um, so you can watch it straight through from first sequence to final sequence as one full movie. And it does work because kind of it, it plays it's off of each centipede. other. It's a movie centipede, like Kara says. Um, so real, so fake. Again, so fake. So the fakest. Um, but this time they didn't try to advertise it as anything but fake. Like we said, the advertisements this time around said 100% medically inaccurate. So it was kind of poking fun at the fact that they were saying the first one was medically accurate. Yeah. I wonder if he's standing by that still, you know? Probably not. All right. Well, he's kind of an oddball, so maybe he is. Yeah. So Netflix and chill, could we watch, could we throw it on as background noise or should you be paying attention? You gotta pay attention. Yeah, I don't think this, like I said with the first one, this is the kind of movie where like, when I'm thinking of throwing something on as background noise, I mean, like, some tame, like, kind of, like, meh. It's, like, always sunny. Yeah, like, <laughs> like boring, you know, like, not, well, the obviously is not oh, boring. Oh, yeah, just, like, something you just don't need to pay, like, Or gonna look up and see shit. Staples and shit yeah. and blood and gross, bashed in faces. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I think if you're gonna watch it, you gotta be on and kind of watch it. Um... If not, I don't think this is the movie to turn on at yeah, all. I think agreed. we might as well just turn on the news or something, or like some yeah. like Barney or something. Yeah, just Barney. Just put on Barney. Barney here, Human Centipede. Mind fuckery. Did the movie have any wild plot twists or do total 180? I said, I think that realizing, spoiler again, um, that the first one was just a movie and the entire second movie may have been a figment of Martin's imagination does give it that oh shit, what just happened feel. So, to me, yes, I do think there was some some plot. Or some mind fuckery, I mean. Some mind fuckery yeah. was in there, I think. I mean, it's, it's weird that it comes at the beginning of the movie, but yeah, yeah. definitely you're not expecting to go into it being like, oh, the first one wasn't even real. Mm-hmm. So, I would agree with that. And then the way the second one ends kind of makes you wonder what the hell's... Mm-hmm. Is this one fake, too? Like, what did he just dream all of that? Here, it's interesting. Do, do you think he did? I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. Okay. Right now? Yeah, I guess this okay. would be the mindfuckery part. Um, so, like, the only difference is that so wait, he's first, back in his little tomb. Or, his tomb. He's being closed in his tomb. Um, so, really quick before we go into, like, the basically what happens is you go through the whole second sequence. Um, and then at the very end, it's Martin chilling in his tomb. What did you call it? <laughs> I didn't say tomb. <laughs> Um, his, his so that's like how hut. it ends. Yeah, his parking hut. Yeah, parking hut is the politically correct term. Yeah. Um. So, what do you think? So, I think we're meant to think that it is fake, but if you notice, do you remember when he kidnapped that couple and left mm-hmm. their baby in the car? Yeah. At the end of the, when he's back in his parking hut, <laughs> you can hear the baby in the car crying. Yeah, Which so makes it makes you think, you think like, oh, that didn't even happen. Shit. Yeah, it either makes you feel like it's not going to happen or it's about to happen. It was all like an imagination and yeah. then he's about to yeah. do that. Yeah, so I think it's unclear, which I like that it's kind of left like that. Yeah. Because that's I not mean, really a movie I need closure on. Like, I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, I think we can agree there was some mind fuckery. There was a yeah. plot twist um, kind of in the middle of it. Yeah. Theater worthy. Was it worth seeing it in theaters? Um... I said I would see it in theaters just because it pushes the limits with gore and imagining that on a big screen would be wild, but otherwise probably not. I don't know if I'd pay money, 
But maybe, yeah. like you said, though, a good point. Because you liked the first one, you'd probably see the second one. So I think that alone would take me into the theater. Mm-hmm. But would I, like, if I didn't even think about the first one, will I, would I pay to see it? Maybe, maybe not, depending on if someone would go with me, maybe. Yeah. Like, I think that if I didn't know what I was getting into, I would be like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. If I did, there's if, no way I'm watching that. And that yeah, that's a big screen. Yeah. That's not... Mm-hmm. Rinse and repeat. Would we watch again or recommend HC number two? I said pretty much the same thing as human centipede number one. I'm the kind of person who would watch it again specifically to gross out somebody else. To be like, oh, you should see this nasty ass movie. <laughs> Let's watch it. But I don't think I'd like sit and watch it by myself again. Although right now I'm kind of like interested in rewatching it just to like rewatch just because we're talking about it. But yeah. I don't think I would watch it again on my own volition otherwise. Yeah, so, like, I actually have, like, big problems with this movie because I, so, like, it made me very uncomfortable, and the gore was definitely part of it, but I think, like, it's hard, I don't think they handled having an intellectually disabled character very well. I think they were, like, kind of... Mocking it. Yeah, absolutely. They were rude about it, they were, it was very insensitive, so I definitely don't need to see it again. I agree. Well, I I probably would see it again because of the fourth <laughs> thing, but yeah, I agree. I don't think lot. the way they handled um, the main character's intellectual disability. Yeah, like was it was like offensive, and like I it don't felt even like have the a right things that were happening that. to him were happening because of, and not yeah, yeah, you know, like in spite of, like whereas if it was like a normal or not normal, that was horrible. I'm gonna cut that. If it was a um. Like, uh, if it was one of, uh, of, I don't know how to say what I was going to say. If it was, like, someone that Not didn't have. disabled. Yeah, if it was someone who wasn't su- suffering. If was, <laughs> it was so hard. <laughs> if it wasn't someone with intellectual disabilities, I think it wouldn't be as harsh. But I feel like, like, they wouldn't do half the things they did because yeah. it wouldn't. Wait, what I'm saying is not making sense with what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't, they wouldn't pull the same shit with someone uh-huh. that wasn't intellectually yes, disabled. I, I just think it was kind of abusive. They're, yeah, they just are kind of picking on yeah. the fact that that is, the plot thickens. Was the plot good? <laughs> I think the movie within a movie that may actually make a dang dream get that interesting more so than the first <laughs> If you didn't get that, I think because the plot was basically a movie within a movie that may, be, may or may not be a daydream of the main character, uh, kept it kind of interesting. However, um, no. I think, <laughs> I think this film was literally them just taking all of the... I wish this would have been in the first film. I wish this would have been in the first film. And then like not thinking about a plot and just throwing it at a fucking wall and mixing it together with literal poop and blood <laughs> and and just, like, producing it into a film. You know what I mean? Like, it just felt like there was so many, like, unnecessary parts, like the baby nonsense. Like, all of it just seemed so, like, fucking masturbating with Sam. People like, what was that supposed to do? Nothing for me, that's for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? one didn't do it for me. So it's, like, one of those things where I think they just, like, literally just tried to pile in. Yeah. All this stuff to make it. It's like, like what American the... Horror Story season two when they're like, yeah. uh, aliens. Yes. Oh, Nazis. Yeah, well, uh, even last season. Murderers. I didn't even finish the season because they were just getting, no, last season, the season before last season, the hotel or whatever. They just kept yeah, yeah. throwing in things. I'm like, where is the, where it happened here? Yeah. Um, so I think that is where I stand with the plot as far as HC2 yeah. goes. What do you think? 
I mean, I wouldn't say it was good, but it was a plot. Yeah. So there was a plot. Yeah. A movie within a movie in a daydream. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know. Gore Factor. Let's uh, talk about it. So this one is cooked and delivered in the Gore Factor. Although rumored due to censorship, I was kind of bummed it was in black and white, but I get it because nobody really wants to see shit in full color. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, but yeah, it was gory. Like, if you do not like gore, and I think this is even a step above the normal gore. Yeah, this isn't gore because I think, like, Saw is gore. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, this is just, like, gross. Yeah, this is just, like, unnecessary. Like, why? But like I said, I think it's it's purposeful because they're trying to add into this film mm-hmm. what was not in the last yeah. film. Because, um, like we said, HC1 is absolutely not heavy in the gore factor. Yeah. That's it? That's Where right. can That's you it? watch this one, Kara? Netflix. 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 And if you Google it, I'm sure you could figure out other places to watch it as well. Yeah. Final thoughts. HC2, we kind of talked uh, about it, but what are your thoughts? I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't a good movie, that's for sure. It was a gory movie, so if you're, like, for whatever reason, like, excited by that kind of thing, like, the more extreme gore, uh, I think you'd like this one, but I do think there's problems with the way certain characters are depicted, mm-hmm. the main character is depicted, um... And I do think that this is one of those movies where they kind of just threw things in to throw them in because there were complaints that, that thing, those things like weren't seen or existing in the yeah. first film. I don't think it retained any of the like, humans that people wanted. I think it was more like it's a good movie. Yeah. Right? It was more like they were doing things to shock people rather than to like give people a solid foundation for a movie. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, like I said, everybody, we're going to slide in the DM, slide in the We're sliding ears? into We're going to slide into your ears. Your ear DM. Your earrings. So we're gonna stream and you're gonna scream. Uh, HC numero three, which is called the final sequence. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get right into it. HC number three. Let's go over the details. Director, guess who it is? Tommy boy. Tom six. Starring. Not Tom seven. <laughs> Starring Dieter Laser, Lawrence R. Harvey. Again. Again, again. Robert Lasardo, not again. Tommy Tiny Lister. Jay Taver. Eric Roberts, who is like Emma Roberts' dad. Wait, really? I'm almost positive that's accurate. Wait. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's her dad. She's probably so embarrassed. Wait, her dad was in Human Center 3? Are you shitting? It's dad or uncle, but I'm pretty sure dad. Wait, I'm looking at it. Keep going. Uh, Brie Olson, who is a porn star? Brittany? Yeah. Clayton Runner. Released 525, 2015. So, recent. The most recent, obviously. Country, <laughs> still Netherlands. Language, still English. Box office. Ready? $16,000 and $184. $16,184. Yikes. So, if you remember what the last ones are, we've really gone down. Yeah, like, you thought those were bad? This is real bad. Genre, comedy, and horror. So, at least they can admit that this is... This has turned it onto a, a comedy kind of situation. Yeah. And like the second one, it's not rated. Okay, wait one second. He is... Her, yeah? Her dad. Yeah. It is her daddy. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's so embarrassing. Julia Roberts is his sister. Yeah, yeah. I love Julia Roberts. I love Emma Roberts. 
I love Richard Gere. <laughs> we should just keep going back and forth. I love... That's it. All right, but yeah, so as we stated, this was given comedy and horror as a genre because you'll find out, basically. Yeah. So, plot. Taking inspiration from the human centipede films, the warden of a notorious in trouble prison looks to create a 500, I said 500, person human centipede as a solution to his, what, overcrowding problems? Yeah. Overcrowding problems. He's just like, oh, we have all these people. It's like... He's like, we have so many people, they're just killing each other, they're fighting, like, yeah. so them all together. Yeah, let's just make them one giant person, and then the troubles will dissipate. So, fun facts. Let's do it. Okay. Six decided to cast porn actress, Brie Olson, because he wanted a female, even though the movie was set in an all-male prison, but wanted the... Which, according to him, was a porn actress. That's um, that's an interesting thought. Not anything knocking that. porn stars. However, I'm not <laughs> sure if that's necessarily the ultimate American female. Yeah, I, I think more like Betty like Crocker. Sandry, Sandra Bullock. Sandry. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. Well, you said Betty Crocker, so we were on a different page. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that is an interesting fact. Both Laser and Harvey have started the previous. Entries as the main antagonists, Dr. Joseph Heider and Martin, respectively. So six filmed the movie for the style, filmed the movie in the style of a, quote, Hollywood film, which according to him meant shooting everything widescreen with over-the-top color grading and big Hollywood music. Yeah. But, and this helped bring out how ridiculous the concept was. And he chose a prison setting to get back to the theme of punishment that generated the idea for the series, which I thought was pretty interesting because, like mm-hmm. we said in the first take on the first sequence of Streamin' and Screamin', go back and check it out. If you haven't already, um, the whole idea of Human Centipede came up because him and his buddies were discussing how to punish a pedophile uh, or a child molester or something. Yeah, I think it both. Yeah, so he the theme of punishment was generated um, you know, the whole idea of the theory. So that's what they wanted to get back to, their roots, I guess. And I feel like, in my personal opinion, they turned it into a comedy because they realized how fucking ridiculous they yeah. were turning these movies. You know what I mean? I feel I like they knew that they weren't going to take it seriously. to be a comedy or if they were like, fuck it. Yeah, that's a good question. We'll ask Six when we have him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some of the crew members did not agree to put their full names in the credit because of the like, ridiculous nature of this this movie. Now, in all three Human Centipede movies, Peter Blankenstein plays a character who is considered for the centipede but dies before he can actually be added, which is a fun fact and kind of an Easter egg. He is in every single movie but gets killed or dies before he can be added into the centipede. So I would say he escapes nicely. What a shame. I would rather die than be put into it. Yeah. Unless I was number one. Then I would be like, meh, meh. (laughs) <laughs> don't give me cheese and in the scene where the inmates are made to watch the first two films because they do do that they're like hey guys this is what's gonna happen to you and then they like watch the first two and they're like oh man yeah they're like oh gee willikers yeah gee, gee golly gosh <laughs> um they shout out real reviews for the first and second films which I think is funny. Yeah, that is funny. Um, and at one hour and 40 minutes, the film stands as the longest human centipede film, which is kind of odd that they took the comedy one and kind of mm-hmm. ran with it. What did they do? Ran with it. Um, awards, let's talk about it. So this 
bad boy only got nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award, a Razzie Award for, or no, it was nominated for Worst Director and Worst Prequel, Remake, Ripoff, or Sequel, but it was not a winner of any of them. It was just nominated. What a shame. <laughs> Ratings. So for Human Centipede 3, it has a good old Rotten Tomatoes average, or uh, percentage rating. 18%. So it goes down by like a solid 12, 13, yeah. 14% every single time uh, they're rated. Yeah, so their average rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 2.2 out of 10. On Metacritic, 5 out of 100. So, um, <laughs> yikes. Entertainment Weekly ranked the film as the second worst movie of 2015. But I don't know what the first was. No. Me neither. No. Oh, I might cover it. Um, I do it's interesting because I wonder if they were trying to make it, like, the worst movie possible. Like, I think at this point they were just like, let's fuck around. Yeah, I mean, what does he have to live for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the 10-minute test. Let's talk about if we wanted to turn it off after 10 minutes. For H.C., the final chapter. I said I watched it out of curiosity of what would come due to the first two, but after seeing it, it would not pass the 10-minute test unless I was in the mood for a ridiculous horror comedy. Which yeah. is most often not the case with me, really. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely would not have made it past ten minutes. I don't know that I would have made it past two minutes. Right? So Real So Fake, was it a plot where the elements that felt... were Was it a plot or were there elements that felt like it could happen in real life? Nope. But it was completely intended to be fake. It, like, there was no hiding that this movie was fake. Right. Wanted to be fake, was trying to be like overly fake. Yeah, you can't really fault it for that because it was pretty upfront about it. It almost feels like it was like um, one of the scary movie franchises, like of like a like mm-hmm. a funny take on the human centipede, yeah. human centipede franchise. Because like it's how ridiculous it was. Like if you watch this, you're gonna be like, is this for real? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So absolutely not. Netflix and chill. Could we or would we throw it on as background noise, or should you be paying attention? I said this could be background noise, but it still would be kind of gross, so I probably wouldn't do it. But it, it's a movie I could easily ignore. Yes, agree. I would love to ignore it. I, <laughs> I am ignoring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's for sure the worst of the three movies. Um, Mindfuckery. Did the movie have any wild plot twists or do a total one eighty? I said no. <laughs> No, I mean, like, it's pretty upfront. We're yeah. selling 500 people together. That's like the. That's it. It's on the cover. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. This one literally just feels like it's like kind of um, a spoof of the originals. Yeah. Um, theater worthy. Would you see it in theaters? Nope. Yeah, it would be a waste of money. <laughs> it would be a waste of time. It would be ever. It would be just a waste. <laughs> yeah, everything would be garbage. Um, rinse and repeat. Will we watch again and recommend? Nope. <laughs> Yeah, absolute no. <laughs> no absolutely you. not. Even for people, fans of the first two, this one feels like it's mocking it almost. Well, yeah. it is. Um, <laughs> so, like, if you did enjoy the first one or the second one, I know we enjoyed the first one more so than the second one, um, but if you enjoyed either of those, I feel like this kind of takes away from it if you watch it, really. It yeah, just kind of feels like, you know, it's, it's a spook. It just like, makes a joke of the whole Yeah, it's franchise. just like, yeah. okay, we took what could be, like, pretty decent horror movies, I guess, maybe, the first one at least, yeah. um, and turned it into a joke. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you take the movies, like, semi-seriously, I mean, not seriously, you know what I mean, like, yeah, like, you're if like, this you're, is like, a good movie. interested in the movie, this one's kind of shits on that, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, plot thickens. Was the plot good? No. Absolutely not. 
uh, I have issues with this plot because like it's presented, <laughs> it's presented as like this is an overcrowding issue. We need to fix it. So let's sew 500 people together? That doesn't make sense. You're just creating a whole different issue. Like, where are you putting this five? It's 500 people sewn together. That's a long line of people. That's so many people. You could just shove them in a room, like, on top of each other easier than you could shove a 500-person human centipede in a room. Right? And, like, I'm just, I'm escalated about it. <laughs> it like, they, it, this shouldn't be a movie. No, it shouldn't so They didn't have a plot to make a movie. And, like, even, like, the weirder plot I feel like they probably lost money in this movie. Uh, yeah, I hope they did. Because, I mean, it, and just, like, the dumber, like, like how they make a human caterpillar. I thought, like, some of you yeah. guys, we're just going to cut off their legs, or we're going to cut off their legs and arms, too, and just have them, like, wiggle around. <laughs> like, it's not even, like, funny. It's just, like, fucked up. Like, I mean, you think it's funny. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, yes. They create a human worm. Is that what Caterpillar. They-, they call it a caterpillar, I think. <laughs> Caterpillars have legs. Yeah, they do. But I still think they call it a caterpillar. And it's literally, I think it's for the people who have to serve life sentences. They're just like, oh. Yeah, it's a human caterpillar. has also been created out of inmates serving life sentences. It's the same as the human centipede, only the limbs of the victims have been removed, meaning they cannot move. It is revealed that Daisy has also, okay, yeah, that got into it. And it's just, and she, yeah, the girl gets sewed in accidentally. They're going, whoopsie. And then the dumbest point of the plot, like, it's just a lot of really dumb plot points. Like, do you remember <laughs> at the end, Emma Roberts' dad comes, and he's like, I wish he would have presented himself as, like, hello, I'm Emma Roberts' dad. Yeah, that would have been but a better movie. That would have made sheriff movie. or whoever, the warden. Yeah. He's like, oh, um, this is ridiculous, and we're going to kill you both. Or, like, we're gonna, you're going to be in jail forever. Doesn't he, like, like, shoot them or something? Well, no, he wants to. And then he goes, oh, you know what? He leaves the prison. He's like, oh, this is fucked up. And then he comes back, he's like, you know what? This is exactly what we need. And, like, he's about it. Why? (laughs) (laughs) What? No. It's just a no for me. It's just like, yeah, it's just like a disaster of a movie, to be honest. It it is, yeah. It's Um, the best way to describe it. It's a disaster. (laughs) We should not have gone into a third movie. (laughs) Gore factor was a gory... It's gross, but I wouldn't peg it as gore. It's just like... This is one that literally is just like it's gross. It's very, it's much more sexual than the rest of them. Yeah, because it's it's one of those ones I feel like is literally mocking the horror genre. You know, like sex and everything is always tied into these like horror movies. That didn't happen in one and two. So, well, at least with the masturbating with sandpaper and barbed wire, but that's something. But yeah, no, this this wasn't gory. It was just yucks. Yeah, yucks. Just yucks. Yucky, yucky, yucky. Um, where can you watch this one? You can watch on Hulu. Netflix was like, ah, fuck the third We can't go into a third. We're just going to take the first two. Sorry about it. So, as you could probably tell uh, by our thoughts. We don't love it. No. Do you love it less or more than the second one? Less. Because I think the second one would have been good if they hadn't kind of mocked an intellectual disability. You know what I mean? Like, if that part... I mean, that makes it probably worse, but, like... The second one at least serves a purpose. Yeah, and it's, it's like, an actual horror movie, whereas this one's just, like, what the fuck am I watching? Mm -hmm. And it's, like, it doesn't make any sense. None of the plot is, like... It's just, like, what is this? And then it's supposed to be kind of funny, but it's, like, not funny at all, and then it's, like, stupid. It's almost, like, offensive to the the viewer. Right? You said I wanted to see this, and I did, because I watched it. Exactly, so... It's garbage. <laughs> it's, garbage. it's garbage. I get tired talking about it because it's just so stupid. Yeah. Um. So, those are my final thoughts. Are those yours? They're mine. They're the same. All right, everybody. Streaming and screaming. Episode 
human centipede. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. One, two, three, four. Everybody, go and hit the floor. Five, six, seven, eight. Um, I know. Um, yeah, no, let us know what you guys think. I mean, obviously, we welcome any disagreements or any um, counter-arguments. I guess they're not really arguing, but any, like, counter I would love to hear somebody, do you argue this is a good movie? Yeah, if you, if you I'm genuinely... I'm genuinely interested to hear why. Or even if you didn't and you just want to argue with us, let us know. <laughs> yeah, we love that. <laughs> love a good argument. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was Stream and Scream, where we stream and you scream. And... Go rate, review, subscribe. Let us know how you feel. You can check out Eye for an iPod weekly as well. This is going to be bi-weekly, so check out the back. The back, the first episodes. We did Blair Witch Project. We've done Human Centipede number one. If there's anything you want to hear. Let us know. Yeah, let us know if there's a movie that you want us to check out or you want to know more about before you check out. If you want us to stream it, we'll stream it. Just so you can scream it. All right, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night. I hope we didn't scare you too bad. Like I said, we'll stream if you keep on screaming. We'll keep streaming if you keep on screaming. Love it. Good night. Martin.